I'm Shadi Champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm Shadi Champagne. Where we dream and lift each other up. I'm Shadi Champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. Champagne Show on Grindhard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello, recorded and mixed by The Quakes, and written by me. For this week's episode, I have a very special guest. The multi-talented Larson Thompson is a professional supermodel, dancer, and actress. She has danced in several official music videos from artists like Sia, Katy Perry, and Pink. In modeling, she's worked on fashion campaigns for Givenchy, Tommy Hilfiger, and Pandora Jewelry. In 2021, she plans to release her first single and is currently working on a Netflix show. Please help me welcome my longtime dear friend and sister, Larson Thompson. But hold on, I have to give her an extra special introduction. Give it up for Larson Thompson. I love it. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to be on here with you and talking with you. You're like my sister, so I'm so excited. Yes, sis. I'm so glad to have you. How are you doing today? I am doing good. I um forced I got myself to work out for the first time in, in like a week. So that was good. <laughs> so I pushed through that. I've been reading some books. Um and I'm stuck in my quarantine right now. So this is my last day. I'm on day fourteen. And so I can Woo! finally tomorrow get out and get some fresh air and and be back, um, be back in the world. <laughs> yes, I know you're looking forward to that. Yes. So, how Larson, is your day? Can you believe? Oh, my day's been amazing. It's what have I been doing today? I've been prepping for our time together. Been getting ready for my new book that's now out. Grace made my journey to love, joy, and healing. So, the print edition of that is out, and just been enjoying this beautiful weather and being present in this moment with you. Amazing. And I'm so excited to read your book. Like my mom and I were just on the phone before this being like, we cannot wait to read it. Like, I'm just so happy Mm -hmm. for you. Thank you. I love your support and I'm just so thankful for you and your mom and just for how long we've been knowing each other, which is crazy to think that I have been knowing you since you were 14, and I want to share with the audience how we first got connected. So we're both from Ventura County, California. Originally, I'm from Orlando, Florida, but I've been here in Ventura County longer than when I grew up in Florida now for over half of my life here now. And so you are from Thousand Oaks area, and I was looking up different 
special and celebrity guest for one of my charity events for a dance competition that was helping to support a children's orphanage in Zambia and also up-and-coming dancers and kids in the community. And so I got connected with your mom, and then you were one of the special celebrity guests for the event, and we have been in touch ever since. And I can't believe it. And then the last time you were on my radio show, I think you were 16 for our season one premiere episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Time flies. It, yes. it flies by so quick. But I remember, like, it's crazy because, like, my memory, I feel like in my, like, when I was younger, isn't very isn't very good. But then mm-hmm. things like monumental things, like, I vividly remember everything when I went and um, mm. judged that contest. Like, it was such a fun time. And, like, all the other guests, like, I'm still in contact with them, too, on Instagram and with you, the mm-hmm. way we've kept in touch over the years, I'm just, I'm so thankful for that. But, no, I, mm-hmm. I, I had the best time that night. Like, it was so much fun. And it was my first time ever judging. I felt like, I felt like I was on, like, American Idol or America's Got Talent. Like, one of the judges mm-hmm. was, like, in our chairs. Um, yeah. It was so much fun. I love that. Ah, what great days. And we still have great days today. So, Larson, how did you first get your start in performing arts, and when did you know that you wanted this to be your life? Yeah, so I started dancing at um, four years old, and I um, I was training in all styles, ballet, tap, contemporary jazz, hip-hop, and I wasn't really taking it very seriously. I was kind of a crazy student in class that my, the teachers were coming to my parents being like, we don't think dance is for Larson. Um, she doesn't focus mm. in class. She has too much energy. We think she should go a different direction. And my mom was like, no, no, no. Like I see her in dance. She has so much talent. She has, she's such a performer. And I was like, Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. okay. So, um, <laughs> I had to make the decision at like nine years old, whether I wanted to continue. Cause I was playing soccer at the time as well. And I had to decide whether I wanted to continue down soccer or really pursue dance and focus on that. I ended up choosing dance. And at nine years old, I was like, you know what, I I really do love this. I would love to work in the dance industry. I need to start taking this more seriously and and Mm -hmm. just try and be the best that I can be. And so I I started really, really training hard in dance. Um, I was in school at the time, too, so it was really challenging. I'd be like, go to school, and I'd get to the dance studio at 3 p.m., and I wouldn't leave till like 1 a.m. because I just wanted to keep training and getting better. Um, wow. And around 12 years old, I um, started working in the dance industry with choreographers like Brian Friedman and Cassandra Chavez, and um, they became mm-hmm. sort of mentors to me. And I then started working on, like, TV for dance, just working with different artists, and then that led me into the music video side of things. Um, so I, I got to work with, like, Borns and Sia and, and Katy Perry, and Pink was one of my latest music videos. It was just an honor to work with her because she's She's been one of my favorite artists for the longest time, and she's so mm-hmm. talented. So it was awesome to work alongside her. And um, and then at 14, I, I started getting more into the print side of things just through commercial work. And I was on mm-hmm. a Target commercial, and they were like, hey, do you do any print stuff? And I'm like, uh, print? What does that mean? And they're like, oh, like magazines, editorials, and so forth. And I was like, um, sure. I mean, I might as well try it out. So I ended up doing that um, print campaign for Target. And from there, I was like, I love being behind the camera, like just like posing and taking photos. And mm-hmm. um, I signed then with a with a high fashion modeling agency at around 15. And then from there, I, I um, you know, modeling has been my focus the last five years. And I've been able to travel and work a lot in Europe and 
and work with just mm. different high fashion brands. And, and I'm just so grateful and traveling something that I've always wanted to do. So the, so to be able to do that with my job is, is so, I'm just so grateful for that. And um, mm. I just am so blessed that I've been able to like bring my dancing with me everywhere I've gone. Um, it's never, mm-hmm. although I don't dance as much anymore, I bring it into my modeling. Um, and now I'm acting. So that's been great. I'm out in Vancouver right now, actually. Um, I'm filming mm-hmm. a Netflix show called the midnight club. So I'm enjoying mm. that. I'm trying new things and, um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm singing and I'm just trying to try all these things and, and just have fun with it and um, mm-hmm. just enjoy what I'm doing. And yeah, so that's kind of how I got started. <laughs> wow. And then obviously you knew once you started putting all those hours in, you knew that that was something you wanted to do professionally and pursuing yeah. in, in your life. Yeah, yeah, totally. I feel like as I um, when I just continued to just get better and, and work really hard in my dance, I was like, okay, this is obviously something I'm super passionate about. I, I would love to just work with artists. I would love to be in the dance industry. And so I just kept working and working at it. Um, and then on my first job, I remember it was for Fresh, Fresh Beat Band on Nickelodeon. And just being on set and being in that environment of uh, on set, I was like, oh, my goodness, I could not get enough of this. I love it. I just love being around mm. people, meeting new meeting new people and, and being able to do mm-hmm. what I love to do and entertain people. That's, that's, it's a dream. So I'm, yeah, I definitely knew when I was on my first job, I was like, Oh my goodness, this is awesome. <laughs> You're like, I could do this forever. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm like, I don't want to leave the set. <laughs> wow. So Larson, as a creative and performing artist, how are you navigating your way through the pandemic? And what advice and words of encouragement would you give to other aspiring and up-and-coming artists, creatives, dancers, models, etc.? Yeah. Um, you know, through um, this um, quarantine and, you know, this pandemic and everything that's been going on, I've really, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that I was able to be with my family um, when, when everything was going down and, and and that's just such a blessing because I know a lot of people weren't able to have family around or people around them. And, and I was trying my best on Mm -hmm. social media to encourage people and talk to them if they were feeling lonely. Um, because I know how that feels and it's so hard and challenging and, but I was able to be with my family. So I really took that time to just really grow in my relationship with them and, and I was able to, I had never been home for that long because I'm usually traveling. So I just cherished all of that time I was able to be with them. And as far as my career and my crafts, I took that time to really focus and get and get better and dive deeper into each of my crafts. So in my singing, I really was focusing on my vocals. And in acting, I, I got into an online Zoom acting class. And dancing, I, I hadn't stretched in a while. So I started taking online Zoom stretching classes. And I feel like it was it's such a great time right now to just to just grow in all of your crafts that you love and take that time to just get get your skills sharper and and just and it's a great time to do that and um mm-hmm. i'm just thankful for that time i was able to just spend to grow um and i'm thankful that now a lot of my work i can do from home because most of it's gone all digitally so for modeling and um 
the fashion stuff I'm I'm involved in, I'm doing a lot of it from home. So they'll send me clothes and I'm able to shoot them from wherever I'm at. So even now that I'm in Vancouver filming, I'm still able to work with, you know, brands like Kate Spade and Dolce & Gabbana that are sending me products and I'm just able to curate mm-hmm. my own content, um, which wow. is so much fun because it's a new creative side of things where I'm like, oh, wow, I'm I'm able to like, put the brief together and the creative and like come to you guys with what I'm thinking of how I want to portray this product. And and it's just been a whole new experience for me and it's been really fun. But yeah, I think Mm. during this time, I think it's just, um, just finding out what you love and how you can grow in it and, um, just continuing to remain hopeful and, and, and grateful for just the little things. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's huge. I think that's so great, Larson. And I think it's cool, too, that you're able to – I know you work with some photographers, but also you kind of do have to do some photography yourself with what you're doing. And I just think it's so cool because it looks literally like you were in a, a professional studio, you know, and to think that you're doing a lot of this stuff at home, and I can only imagine what it looks like behind the scenes, but you make it look so flawless, like you just stepped out of a magazine or like, a, you, you know, a worldwide so campaign. Much. Oh my goodness, thank you. I've definitely, <laughs> I've nailed the self-timer, y'all. I put it on a tripod. It's funny because everyone thinks that, like, I have, like, a photographer with me at all times, like you're saying, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys know, you don't realize the behind the scenes. I need to, like, take a video and show everyone what it's really like with yes. me, like, sweating because it's so hot in the hotel room, <laughs> and my tripod's broken, and, and it's really right. not that glamorous. Um, mm-hmm. but it's funny that, wow. you know, I, I definitely, yeah, the, the, the tripod, I have nailed that. I just click it and I do the 10 seconds and I pose and it, it definitely is a process, but, um, yeah, I, I've learned how to do this. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Let's answer some questions for us from our supporters. So Erin yeah. asked us, she says, what do you think the world really needs to do and get better? I'll let you answer that question first. You know, I think at the end of the day, I I just, um, I would love to see our world just come together with love. Um, I think love is, is so important, and, and Jesus is a prime example of love and just having compassion and empathy and, um, and, mm-hmm. and, and just being there for one another, um, and he's the perfect example of that. And, and I, it would just be amazing to just have everyone spread more love for each other and have more mm-hmm. love, um, you know, for the person across the street or, or anybody that they're walking by. And, and I would love to just see our world come more together, especially in a difficult and, and hard time that we are in right now, instead of feeling so divided that there's unity and that we can all come together and, and support one another and, and just grow um, as a family and as people. <laughs> so I, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, just, just to see more love. Um, being spread out um, throughout the world. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you with that. And I also think I would love to see more compassion, you know what I mean, more compassion yeah. and more nuances. I feel like oftentimes we want to start playing the oppression Olympics and we want to just say, well, you don't understand my pain. And then and then a person says, well, no, yeah. you don't understand my pain. And what happens is we just go back and forth and there's no compassion for others and we 
sometimes yeah. we find ourselves getting so easily offended. And I love how Jesus talks about how blessed is the person who's not easily offended because there's so many things yeah. that can offend us every second. But if we're able to really see the pain in people's hearts and see where they're coming from behind their words, behind their actions, I feel like that compassion and that understanding goes mm. so far. That's something that mm. one of my prayers is, and I want to continue to grow in in my life as well, is more compassion and understanding and seeing things through other people's lenses and seeing the pain yeah. and, and where their heart is coming from versus I just make a judgment about them, an assumption about them based on how they're acting or I get easily offended that I'm not even able to be sensitive towards their needs. Yeah, you know? yeah. no, compassion is so important. That's so true. Now, Ruda underscore 91 asks, first question is, what's our morning routine? So, Larson, what's your morning routine? My morning routine. So, when I wake up in the morning, I go actually straight to my Bible, um, and then I read. I, I start a lot of these plans on the Bible app that they have, um, and so I read through all my plans of the day, and then I just put some worship music on, and I kind of just start my morning listening to worship music most of the time I'm literally dancing around on my own and it's no joke it happens every morning mm-hmm. I'll just play my <laughs> worship music from my laptop and and I'm just mm-hmm. singing and dancing and then eventually yeah. I'll just go and and brush my teeth and get ready and um I just started drinking coffee so I I'll, I'll get a coffee and I'm still, you know, getting Starbucks because I, I can only drink like lattes right now because it's, that's not as bitter for me. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm slowly getting into the coffee drinking and hopefully I'll be able yeah. to do it black one day. That is my, to just have an Americano. That would be my dream <laughs> to be able to do that one day. So, so funny. Um, yeah, that's kind of my morning routine and then I'll work out most of the time and, and then just start my day. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a great morning routine. For me, it depends on what my day looks like, if I have more time that day, you know, um, versus because, you know, ideally speaking, I would love to be able to have, you know, at least 30 minutes to an hour to myself to prepare for the day and just to be yeah. able to meditate. And so what I love to do is I love when I wake up, I love to meditate for a few minutes and just thank God for my new day. And I'll do a yoga slash meditation session for like about 12 minutes. And then, you know, I'll yeah. check and see if there's anything important on my phone or any um, encouraging messages, usually my best friends that I will send to each other or text or things like that. And then I get ready to drink some water. I eat breakfast um, if I'm not going to do my workout in the morning. And then I listen to a sermon or message from one of my pastors and just really start thinking about, you know, um, the enjoyment of this day and what I'm looking forward to. And so that's been really huge for me instead of, like, listening to you know, going straight to, like, what's happening in the news or seeing, you know, what's happening yeah. on, you know, social media. But instead, like, I want to know, like, what is it that God is speaking to my heart? What is it, you know, ha- just having my thoughts being rested in God's goodness and God's love and being excited for the new day. And so that's been a huge difference, for, made a huge difference for me as well. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely was finding myself, too, like, there were many you know, moments in quarantine where, you know, I wasn't reading my word as much and I just would like wake up and the first thing that I'd do is I'd check my emails or I'd look on social media and then I just felt like my day just, it didn't start as if how I wanted it to. And then I felt that mm-hmm. throughout the day, whereas if I wake up and I get into my word and I ground myself and I 
and I just mm-hmm. embrace myself and I embrace the Lord and, and, and just allow mm-hmm. him to fill me um, for my day ahead. I just feel so much more peace and with so much more joy. And yeah, I definitely can feel where like when I don't really start with that or I don't have my time in the morning, I feel like my mm-hmm. day is, is, is just so rushed and scrambled and yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. And, and for those, and for people who, who don't feel like you have that long of, of time in the morning to be able to have a full morning routine, you can literally just start with taking a few deep breaths when you wake up in the morning. And then um, even if yeah. you have maybe a Bible verse or an, an, a positive affirmation or an encouraging quote that you can read, and then just even placing your, your, your hand over your heart and acknowledging that you have breath today, that your body is moving and and you're alive, and then just getting your day started that way. Like, you don't have to feel jolted and rushed in the day. And so that's something we want to encourage you in, because sometimes people will pressure themselves, Larson, and they'll be like, I need to have this crazy big morning routine. And I love watching morning routines, but I don't, I just watch them for enjoyment. Like, I don't think to myself, I need to do everything they do. You know, just watch it and enjoy the content. And if there's something you can take for yourself, take it. But don't stress yourself out and think, like, you can't have a great day unless you have a perfectly, you know, tuned morning routine. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, my 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 morning routines vary, but mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> and then the same supporter asked, and Larson, what's your hair care routine? My hair care routine. So I actually, I think the trick is you don't do much. <laughs> I really, I just. <laughs> Shampoo and conditioner. I use like a Moroccan oil, um, and then I don't ever blow dry my hair. I actually never straighten or curl it. Um, mm. So I just will shower at night, and then I like put my hair in like a loose bun so that it kind of makes like a little wave and it indents my hair. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. my trick instead of curling it and putting time into it, I use a hair tie to like indent it and make a wave. Mm-hmm. So just like mm-hmm. we'll put my hair up like that before I go to sleep and then I I really that's honestly all I really do with my hair I use an oil to keep it like hydrated and and shiny and I, I think it's just like a coconut oil that I use and and that's mm-hmm. really it I I never really done much with my hair I think I used a lot of heat when I was younger at competitions and straightening mm-hmm. my hair and having it always look perfect but now I mm-hmm. you know the last three years I really just don't do much with my hair. But yeah, I think that's the yeah. trick. Less is more. <laughs> yeah. Your hair is bomb fist. Like every time I see it in the pictures, I'd be like, her hair is so beautiful. I'm like, essence, where are you at? Because <laughs> she needs to be you. in one of these commercials because her hair is so bomb. <laughs> oh, thank you. So you've talked a lot about your faith, and you are a woman of faith. Tell me about when you first believed in God, and how has your spirituality and faith impacted your career and life? I remember when I first gave my life to the Lord, I um, I was in third grade, and I grew up in a Christian um, school, and one of my friends came, I, I can't even really remember what grade we were in, I think we were in maybe second grade. And her name was Aaliyah, and our, our our teacher was like, hey, Aaliyah, you want to share the news with everyone? And so she stepped at the, up at the middle of our class, and she said, so last night I um, asked Jesus into my heart. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And she shared how she did it. And I remember that night I felt so encouraged and inspired to ask mm. Jesus into my heart. But I went home and I and I I, re, I remember everything. I just was in my room mm. and 
Um, I got on my knees and I just said, Lord, would you please enter my heart? And um, ever since then, I've, you know, I, I've, I've followed Christ and I feel like um, as I've gotten older, I've realized just the importance of having relationship with Jesus. And it's, it's mm. so much more than just being a Christian. It's just this daily friendship that I have with Jesus of inviting mm. him into my day to surrendering to him, to, um, to, to bringing him in, um, in my life to guide me and lead me and, and to just live fully with his, with his spirit. And I didn't really, mm. really, um, what am I trying to say? I didn't really um, grasp kind of what relationship with Jesus is until maybe like two and a half years ago and to really live mm. and walk with him and have him direct my steps and to follow and, and to be able to surrender all of my the thoughts that I'm feeling in my heart and, and, and the negative things that um, the mm. enemy will try to do to us to attack us, but to just surrender those to the Lord, to know that he only wants the best for us, to just trust in him like you and I have talked mm. about of of really just trusting, and that's what I've really done in my career is is to just trust the Lord because as as hard as it is, you know, we've talked about this, but we mm-hmm. being in control is is so hard to kind of just want to know our future and what God mm-hmm. what God is going to do or how our careers are going to map out. And, mm-hmm. and in the last year, I've just realized the importance of surrendering that and just putting that before him to know that he only wants the best for us. We're his children. We're his greatest treasure. And ultimately he's going to want to use us in such mighty ways in this world. So we have to just trust him Mm. to know that he wants the best for us, that we can trust him with our lives and our, and our greatest desires and passions because he's going to lead us in the right direction. That's far better than what we would have done on our own. And um, Mm. I think in my, in my career, I've really just allowed God to guide me. Um, as I've gotten older and realizing how to do that and what that really is. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've just mm-hmm. allowed him to just direct my steps and, and, and just to continue to follow. And in my career, you know, mm-hmm. I, I um, bringing the Lord with me into everything I do and, and being on shoots and whether that's not even, you know, I don't like to just come and just like pour out how I love to spread the good news, but I don't pour it down, shove it down people's throat. I'm like, you know what? Right. I am who I am. The Lord, um, you know, I, I feel and I hope that I can be on these sets and be a light to people and plant seeds in their hearts. Cause that's what God will do is mm. he'll use us to plant seeds. And then from there we'll let God be God and speak into mm. their hearts as he, as we're all his children. And I, mm. um, I think just with my career, I am, I'm always just trying to be like, okay, God, just come with me on this shoot today. Lead me. Just, just fill my heart with so much peace and love for people um, mm. that you can just shine through me. And, and, and I'm, and I'm really just aware of that. And, and every, every, any project I'm doing and just working on the set that I am now is just how can I love people like Jesus does and, and how can mm-hmm. I just encourage people and, and just be who I am in Christ and, and just let that radiate. Um, mm. and and yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's um, you said something really powerful too, Larson. Well, all of that was so good, but something really powerful that I think will especially connect because both of, both of us have a lot of younger supporters. You said how 
you barely started realizing a couple years ago that it's about actual relationship and friendship with Jesus. And I think this is unfortunately one of the things that happens a lot in youth ministry and when kids are growing up in church is they think that it's about a list of do's and don'ts. And so what happens is instead of them learning and instead of them learning, you know, when they're in um, youth service and when they're in, you know, children's church, instead of them learning about how much Jesus loves them and just experiencing God's love and, like you said, that daily yeah. friendship and relationship, most of the time, unfortunately, Larson, they're learning don't curse, don't have sex, don't drink. And so then yes. that's what people automatically assume what it means to be a follower of Jesus. But you and I both know, and I'm not saying I don't agree with those things, but you and I both know there are plenty of people from all different religions and walks of faith who believe yeah. those same things and they don't, or, or who are even don't have any faith and they don't know Jesus. Yeah. And I think that's a challenging thing why you see so many people, they get, you know, down and out, they get discouraged, they stop wanting to follow God yeah. because they don't actually get to experience what you said, the importance of that beautiful relationship, that friendship, just getting to know God and allowing God to get to know us. Totally. They're only thinking to themselves, how can I follow these lists and I need to look like a good Christian? And I think it yeah. just so much pressure and stresses them out. What do you think? Yeah, I completely agree with that. I was talking with Gavin about that too um, pretty recently, just like how, you know, it really Christianity, it, it's a, re- you know, that's the religion aspect of it. And, you know, that's where Mm -hmm. we have the commandments and what the Bible says. But ultimately, it's like Jesus is is the perfect example of grace and love and encouragement Mm -hmm. and compassion Mm -hmm. for people. That he doesn't judge us for our past. Or if we slip and we stumble, we're not perfect like he was. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That's where grace comes in. And I remind myself the same things because I can get super black and white sometimes. And I think that's just from Mm -hmm. growing up in in a, in a private um, Christian school and the things that they taught me, mm-hmm. I can get super black and white and feel like, oh, my goodness, unless I'm doing this, then I'm, I'm dishonoring God. And that's not – So you were really as hard much on as, yourself. Yeah, yeah, like really, really hard on myself. And that's where fear comes in. That's where discouragement mm-hmm. comes in. And that's where Jesus mm-hmm. is like, no, you know, I paid for that on the cross. You are loved. You are valued mm-hmm. just the way that you are. Um, and yes. I do think sometimes we miss the aspect that Jesus is our friend, that he comes into our day with mm. us, that, that he's not just, you know, somebody that sets these rules that we have to follow. And that's what it's all about. It's like, no, it's, it's this ultimate friendship that he'll never leave us, that he's always mm. with us. You know what I mean? And, and I totally that's good. get what that's... you're saying, because I was talking about yeah. that recently, too, about how it's so much more than religion. It's, it's relationship. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so powerful is people learn more about relationship. Guess what? Their behavior and the way they act will follow. But unfortunately, we yeah. want to focus so much on people's behavior and what they do and what they say that we don't care if their heart is hurting. And so I think totally. that's huge and um, and something that we really want to encourage everyone in is not don't just yeah. automatically go to thinking to yourself, I have to start living this perfect way to experience mm. God's love. No, just for like, I love what Larson said, to know that God is your best friend, that to know Jesus as your Savior, as full of encouragement. And the more you can yeah. understand God that way, the more your life will radiate and transform. And you'll find yourself not even, you know, interested in things that you maybe used to be interested in before that wouldn't help you and that would maybe bring hurt, you know, to your life and to your loved one's life. So yeah. that's so powerful, Larson. I love what you're saying too about your career. And so I want to know how important is it to not compare yourself to others and to stay true to yourself? And then the second part of that question would be, 
how do you stay balanced while being so popular on social media? So uh, this is actually something that I myself am still learning and, and trying to grow mm-hmm. in because, you know, social media, it, as great as it is, and, and, you know, you meet people, you know, I met my boyfriend from social media, which I'm thankful for, mm-hmm. but there's also so much, there's also a lot of negativity to social media, and there's a lot of comparison, mm-hmm. and, and I find mm-hmm. myself falling into that too, you know what I mean? Like, always you're looking on social media, you're seeing what everyone else is doing and you're seeing, you know, how everyone else is looking. And that's when we start to compare. That's when we start to become insecure. And that's Mm -hmm. when I just remind myself, you know what? I am perfectly, wonderfully created in God's image. I don't need to change a thing about Mm. myself. I am so wonderful just the way that I am. And that's why I try and tell Mm. my, you know, supporters and, and I try to encourage and motivate them to just love who they are that, you know, I was so insecure about my freckles and my red hair because I felt so, you, you know, you know, different. Like I would be made mm-hmm. fun of when I was growing up in high school, you know, people saying, can I connect the dots or whatever else they'd say to me. And, yeah. I, and I felt so insecure about them, but I'm like, no, no, no. Like these are, you know what, my freckles, these are kisses from heaven. You know that? Like these are kisses yes. from God. Like yes. there's something to yes. look at as unique. Like our differences and and what makes us unique is what's so special about us, and just that that just is how the Lord designed us, and and to just look mm-hmm. at it as beautiful and see your imperfections as perfection because we're not perfect. And I always tell mm-hmm. my followers, I'm like, you know what, you don't need to try and compare and and be like somebody else because you are perfect just the way that you are. And I think, mm-hmm. um, and and not to say that I never get insecure. I don't compare mm-hmm. or I feel down about myself because I do. And I feel like that's when social media really kicks in is when you, mm-hmm. you know, when you just feel down about yourself or, or the way you look or whatever it is. But that's when you just mm-hmm. have to continually remind yourself that you are just perfectly made by God and, and that mm-hmm. you're no mistake and that everything about you is no mistake because he knows the hairs on your head. He knows Amen. everything about you. He created you the way that you're supposed to be. So I think I just encourage mm-hmm. myself a lot in that. I think how I stay balanced is with my family. My family is um, a huge support system in my life, and they also keep me very grounded. Um, mm-hmm. And they whip me into shape when when they feel like I'm acting different or strange, they're the first to be like, that's not you, Larson. That's not you. Mm. Change how mm. you're acting. So they're, um, they keep me accountable, which I'm, I'm so thankful for. And, and mm-hmm. they support me and they encourage me and they really do motivate me in so many ways. So I think, you know, my family and the Lord are what keep me super balanced when it, when it comes to working in social media and um, mm-hmm. and then in the last year, like, I'm still learning how to not, like, to find not not validation through social media, but you feel like it's never enough with social media. And that's something I've struggled mm-hmm. with is, is why do we put so much mm-hmm. pressure on social media, but instead we just need mm-hmm. to be doing what we love. And I definitely mm-hmm. um, have struggled to find that balance, but, in you know, kind of, the, when COVID happened and, and I was really just at home, I got to think about it more because I don't, I think a lot of people know this, but I'm such a perfectionist and that's something that's really mm-hmm. been hard for me because it leads into my work where I feel like everything has to be perfect and, and spot and on. And your personal life and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. In my personal life as well with my relationships and 
um, you know, how my relationship with my boyfriend or my friendships, it all has to be perfect the way Mm -hmm. that I expect it to be. But expectations are what Mm -hmm. kill us because there Mm -hmm. is, you can't have expectations, but we were talking about, we were literally talking about this last night, Mm -hmm. everyone. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I just think, you know, as much as it helps, like, how can I use my platform to better people? How can I use my platform to encourage people? How can I, you know, talk about the chair, this uh, charity, charity water that I'm so passionate Mm. about, that they're bringing Mm -hmm. fresh, clean water to every person on the planet where there's people who have to walk 3.7 miles just to access water. And we in the U.S., Mm. you know, I down like seven bottle water bottles a day and I don't even think Mm -hmm. and we take it for granted. But how can I bring Mm -hmm. awareness to something like that that's going to make a bigger impact. Um, Mm. And yeah, I think using and finding ways for social media to just to be a good thing and to spread positivity Mm -hmm. and to spread awareness to things that, that, that need to be, um, need to be brought up. Mm -hmm. And I I love it, sis, because I was going to tell like, preach to us, because your girl got a message. You got several messages and she is wise beyond her years, which she always has been. And I just, I love it. You said, so much great truth in there. And I think this is what's important, too, because, you know, they do a lot of surveys and they show that most kids, one of the number one careers they want to be is a, a you know, a professional influencer or a YouTuber. And it's like, wow. especially with me, you know, knowing you and having other friends who are professional, um, obviously you do other things as well, like with modeling, acting and dancing, you know, and singing as well. But, yeah, you know, yeah. being popular on social media and I have friends that that's their career, and so I get to see the actual um, challenges that they, you know, that you all process yeah. just as much as the great things. And so I want to encourage our listeners, you have to really think about, like, what you see on social media doesn't mean that it's not real, but understand it's only a part of someone's yes. life. And if you want yep. that career, you have to also be willing to take the challenges as well. And that was something I yeah. had to even talk to God about because I went through a time when I was like, oh, my gosh, well, I would want to work with more brands. I want to, you know, really pump it up and be more of a professional yeah. influencer. And technically I am. It's just on a smaller scale. But it's like I had to think about to myself, you already have to recognize you when you go out. You want to, You don't mm. like when people are obsessing over you. You don't like when people put you on a pedal stool. You want to kind of live as much yeah. normal life as you can, you know, with what you do. And you don't want to also yeah. compromise who you are. And so it's like I really had to think about that and talk to God. And God was like, Shade, do you get to do what you love? I said, yes. God was like, do you make money doing what you love? I said, yes. He's like, are you making a positive impact in people's lives directly? I said, yes. Mm-hmm. God, and God was like, do you get to do it the way you want to do it and not compromise? I said, yeah. And God was like, well, what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, like, well, the exactly. Problem? Like, There's, yeah. And I was like, there is no problem. And so I'm learning how to be satisfied and thankful with where I am and realizing you yeah. can't just pick out the parts of someone's life that you want without having to take the other parts with it. You have to also take the totally. stresses. You have to also take the challenges. And so I just want to encourage our listeners with that, with anyone who's like thinking you're going to find your joy and you're going to be confident because you become mm-hmm. a professional influencer or because you have a big platform or because you perform on stage like I do or whatever it may be. Like that's not yeah. what's going to make you truly confident or make you have joy. Larson can attest to this and I can as well. We know many people ourselves included where you can have tons, you can have people following you, you can have people giving you compliments and all that stuff and they still can suffer with low self-esteem and so you cannot find your identity and how big your platform is or if you're going to be an influencer or just only wanting to see the parts that you want and not take the full thing if that makes sense Larson yeah no that makes complete sense I 
I feel that because I'm like, I've been doing social media, you know, ever since I was younger, just like through dance and everything, everything was like videotaped and put out on the internet and, and all these things. And I think that drove so many insecurities into my heart as I've gotten older, where I, where I see these images mm. that, I, that I see of myself all over the web that I'm so insecure about, but it's because mm. from such a young age, I, I was getting photos and then they were put on the internet and now I look and I'm like oh my goodness that is so bad and then the perfectionism came in where I needed everything to now mm-hmm. look perfect that I that I have to portray this image of of my photos on Instagram that everything needs to look perfect and be perfect but then now I realize that that's in itself what's burnt me out the most because that's not what mm. it's about it's about we well, you know we're not perfect we're imperfect human mm-hmm. beings and it's about mm-hmm. finding the that's what's so unique about us all is if I can go on and that's what I've been doing this last year and finding so much joy again in social media, because I don't care anymore. Mm. Like I don't need to come on stories and, and look perfect. And cause, cause we're not, and I can just come on there now mm-hmm. and just be open with people and talk about people about how I struggle with perfectionism or OCD or things, you know, that I, that I want everything to look great mm-hmm. and perfect, but to just be myself and talk with people and, and know that we're all human. We all struggle with the mm. same things or they could be different, but um, yeah. Yeah. Social media portrays such a thing um, portrays like this image of people that we all think is what we want, but there's so many little minuscule details and things that we, they aren't aware of or they don't see um, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah, like you're saying, it's important to take that into consideration that it, it's, it's not as mm-hmm. glamorous. And <laughs> I think that's what mm-hmm. every industry though, you know what I mean? But especially yes. with the two of us in the industry that we're in when, um, mm-hmm. I that's agree great. And, then, <laughs> and that's great too. And also, you know, um, it, what's so great is when we say that we are perfectly made in the image of God, that means we were made whole. We were made exactly as God created us. Mm. So when we say that we are not perfect, what we're saying is you don't have to live your life trying to do everything exactly right and never make a wrong choice. Yeah. Always have this in order. And so it's possible to be perfectly made in the image of God and still also struggle with some challenges, and you don't have to totally. be obsessing over that day and night. Because the world's definition of perfection is not the same as God's definition of perfection. God's definition of perfection is about wholeness. It's about being complete. It's about being Mm. full, like seeing yourself through God's eyes. The world's definition of perfect is with no mistakes, no flaws, everything having to be perfectly aligned. And that is not what God has called for us to be. And you don't even have to be that. So I just wanted to clarify that for our listeners. So, Larson, how do you deal with stress, negativity, and doubt? Well, I can totally relate with the stress part because I can get mm-hmm. super stressed out at times. Um, mm-hmm. But, no, I, I definitely – I can get super stressed out, whether it be with social media like we're talking about or just with emails mm-hmm. or a lot of the projects I feel like I have to get done and by certain deadlines, and, and I can just get super overwhelmed and stressed out. And, um, you know, I always call my dad when I'm, like, super stressed out because my dad is he's filled with so much peace he's always like Larson it's okay take a deep breath it's okay Mm -hmm. it'll all work out just calm Mm -hmm. down and when I hear him say Mm -hmm. that he's like this is just have fun with it at the end of the day Larson this is also this life is so short like make and enjoy these things that you're getting to be able to do Mm -hmm. instead of putting so much stress and pressure into it find the joy in Mm -hmm. these things And, and I'm like oh my goodness dad you're right and I just take mm. a deep breath and I sit there and I'm like, you know what, God, 
I need your help because I'm struggling right now. I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxiety ridden. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed out. And you said mm-hmm. it cast all your anxieties onto you for you care for us. So I put that onto you mm-hmm. and I pray that you help me and that you guide me and that you lead mm-hmm. me with this social media project that I'm going to do that I'm stressed out about and that I'm, that I'm torn up about and just guide me. And I think, mm-hmm. um, when I just surrender it is when I really feel like I, I feel at peace and, you know, it, mm. I feel like in, you know, we're all going to feel stressed out. We're all going to doubt at times. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's when you just have to remind yourself of who you are in Christ and, and to know that you are just amazing as you are and to just start finding more joy in these things. Um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Wow. I'm learning that too, that's guys. Beautiful. I am. I am learning it as well every day. I have to remind myself of the same things I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's beautiful, sis. So do you have any questions you want to ask me or a couple specific topics you'd like us to discuss? Ooh, I get to ask you <laughs> anything? <laughs> yes, sis. <laughs> um, okay, I have a good one. Okay, so my question for you is because I know we've talked about this, but how do you deal with, and I've talked a lot about it, and now I want to just hear it from, from your point of view, but how do you deal with your doubts and your and just fully trusting the Lord? Mm-hmm. That's a great question, Larson. And I've been learning, too, like how, because I, I, you know, you and I are very similar in a lot of ways, which is why we understand each other so much. And so I can yeah. feel overwhelmed emotionally at times. I can feel overwhelmed with life. And so I've been learning to just let my emotions flow. That's one of the things. If I, want, if I need to cry, if I'm feeling upset, I'm just honest with myself. I don't try to push it down anymore because that's mm-hmm. one of the things I used to do. And oftentimes, unfortunately, we can learn um, – it's a very unhealthy trait that we can learn and, you know, and types of, you know, like self-help and self-improvement communities is just, you know, pushing those thoughts to the side, but you can't play charades with your emotions and with how you're feeling. And so I've learned yeah. like to just express what I'm feeling. If it's just me by myself, resting it with God, if I have a loved one that's near that I can talk to at the time or text, I'll express it with them. And then it's like, whatever I'm feeling, I don't have to judge myself. Like, I don't have to judge myself because mm-hmm. I'm feeling afraid, because I'm feeling scared, because I'm feeling doubtful, because that's one of the things that makes it hard for us to get help and healing is not only are we feeling bad, but then we feel bad because of how we feel, you know? And so it's yeah. like you feel guilty for feeling afraid. You feel guilty for worrying. Totally. And I love when Paul talks about how and one of his messages when Paul is speaking, he says, I don't judge you. He said, I don't even judge myself. And it's yeah. like, oh, you yeah. don't even judge yourself. And it even talks about in the verse I sent to you recently in First John 3.20, how if, even if our hearts condemn us, even if our hearts, mm. we feel like, even if our hearts are bringing us doubt and negativity, making us afraid, that God is greater than our hearts and he knows all things. Yep. And so yep. I'm reminded of that. And so I feel whatever I'm feeling and I talk to God about it. I just say, help, God, I need help in this. I'm struggling in this area. I need you to remind yeah. me of the truth in this area and help Whatever it is that I'm feeling, I don't want that to feel stronger than your love and your grace for me. And so I found mm. that to be true. I, and, and so I just will call out to God and talk to him about it, and, I will remind, and I'll be reminded of the truth, even if I have to go on my phone and look up notes or something God spoke to me in that area. And I love, to this ties yeah. with what your dad said, looking at the bigger picture. If I'm reminded that 
God is taking care of my eternity, which means God's taking care of my forever, and I never have to worry about my future and what God has in store for me, how much more is he taking care of this moment today? Mm -hmm. God knows that I was going to experience this today. He was already with me in it, and he knows how I'm going to get into eternity, and he's going to already be there with me. So how much more is he taking care of today? And so I remind myself of that, and I realize, like, if these things are coming up, it's, number one, a, a way for me to receive healing and for me to grow stronger yeah. in my faith. And also, oftentimes, it can be lies from the defeated enemy that's wanting to discourage me. And so I ask God to fill me, like you said, fill me with your peace, with your love, reminding me of those things. Yeah. And then, too, I ask myself if I'm struggling in a relationship or if it's something or even in my career, God, am I struggling because it's actually a struggle or am I struggling because of my expectations? Am I struggling because of what I'm expecting? And if it's because of an expectation, help me to see it through your eyes and to feel what you're feeling. And so I found that that really helped to take the sting out of it. And sometimes, you know, it may take a a little bit of time that day for your emotions to settle and for you to start feeling better again. But I'm reminded that it's okay, that God is with me even in this difficult emotional time and I don't have to judge myself. And and just um, breathe that in and, and, and start listening to the truth again. And I found that now I'm bouncing back much faster as, as opposed to, you know, when something like that happens, you feeling down and out for days, maybe weeks. Yeah. You know? And so yeah. now it's like it's a day or even shorter than a day. It may only be a couple hours or a few minutes. But so I found myself bouncing back much faster. That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. You're so amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I love you so much, sis. Do you have any other questions you'd like to ask me or a particular topic you'd like to discuss before we pray for our listeners and wrap up? Hmm. Well, since your the print of your book came out today, can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that, sis? Yes, I can. So Grace Made My Journey to Love, Joy, and Healing is a collection of original essays, um, quotes, journal entries, and spoken word poetry, and more from my life and through my eyes. This book has been over 16 years in the making. And so it's been exciting because I, and I love sharing that in my testimony. I'm always wanting to share with people in my story how long things have taken and what it's looked like behind the scenes because just as you yeah. were talking about earlier, when you're doing your beautiful photos, people just may look at that. You know, I cherish your photos because I know there was so much more into it than what I just see the beauty of it. But they may just think like, oh, it's just this simple thing. But there's so much that happened behind the scenes before yeah. my book ever came about. And even some people that are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Why did it, you know, why did it take you this long? I said, well, first off, some of these writings are like, you know, 10, 12, 15 years old, and I've been growing a lot in this, and I, and I want, as I do things, I want it to be as I'm in process and as I'm on the other side. You know, I don't want to just yeah. create things just so I can say, oh, look, now I can tell it to everyone I'm a published author and I'll get more speaking engagements. No, I want to do it because it's what's really in my heart, and so I've been already getting great responses back from people who had gotten the ebook and sharing just different things from my life. I wanted people to experience like, wow, like Sade has felt down and out. Sade has struggled and these things. Yeah. Sade dealt with this type of things and insecurities or, wow, this is how she's experiencing God's love. And if God can do it for Sade, then he can do it for me too. Mm. And, um, and so, mm. and, even show, and even sharing things from relationships or what I thought romantic love would look like years ago versus what I think of it now, you know, and so, 
I'm really yeah. excited about this and just thankful to God that um, this project is, you know, coming to um, completion and being able to share it with the world. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm so excited to read it. Thank you. Thank you. Your support is such a gift and joy. And just you are always fully loaded with encouragement and just excitement. And I just receive all of it and love oh, to extend man. it right back to you because I'm fully loaded too. <laughs> I know. I love it. We're the perfect team. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be fully loaded. So, sis, before we wrap up, let's take some time to pray for our audience and share some words of encouragement with them. I'll let you go first. You can pray for our listeners however you feel led to on your heart and encourage them however you feel led, and then I'll um, I'll wrap up for us. Perfect. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for this time today, God. We thank you for every single person, God, that's listening, Lord. We know that it's no accident, Lord, that anybody's tuning in or listening today, God, that everything happens for a reason, Lord. And and I just thank you for this time that Sade and I have been able to share, God, and, and to the words of wisdom that she speaks into my heart and the encouragement I feel from talking to her, God. And um, we just are so thankful for you, God. I, I just pray, Lord, that your spirit just continues to live in us, God, to to guide us, Lord, that we can just stand before you, Father, and just make sure that everything we're doing, God, that it's it's glorifying you, Father God, to just live in your presence, Father God, to live in our present as well, Lord. And that's something Sade and I have talked about is sometimes we get so caught up in everything of this world and, and doing everything right and all the pressures and the stress and the doubts that we feel, God, but to know that we're just so thankful to be even breathing your life today, God, to be able to live this day, Lord, and, and to honor you and to glorify you. And and I just pray that we continue, Lord, to just let you lead us and guide us and to be able to fully trust you, Lord, to know that you only want the best for us, Father God, to just continue to break insecurities that we, know, we, we may all feel in our hearts at times, God, to know, Lord, that mm. we are so beautifully made in your image, Lord, and that... Um, you, you made no mistake when creating us, Lord, and I just pray that we continue to remind ourselves of that, Lord, and, and I just pray for every person listening, God, whether they know you, Lord, or they don't, Lord, I just pray that you continue to reveal yourself to them, God, that you just continue to, to, to dwell in their hearts, God, and that you're always knocking at their door, God, that you never leave us, you never forsake us, God, and that we just have to look to you, and we just have to turn to you, and, and you just offer so much peace and love and joy, God, um, just from being in our lives, Lord. And and I just pray, God, that you just continue to encourage people, God, that you lead them into new passions um, that they didn't Mm. know about, God, in this time that we're living in right now, Father, that whether they want to start dancing or singing or um, Mm -hmm. painting or whatever it may be, God, that you just put those desires and passions in their hearts, God, and that they live them out, Lord, that they enjoy it, God, that they have fun with it, Lord, to know that this this world that we live in, God, it's also temporary, Father God, and that we can just keep our eyes set on the kingdom, God, to know that we have eternal life in you, Christ, and that you're going to mm. come, Father God, and you're going to lift us all up, Lord, and, and that there's so much to look forward to, God, and to just, as, although we may feel down as I have a lot this week, you know, being feeling lonely at times or, or feeling stuck, God, to know that you're right there with me, God, through all of our hard times, Father God, that you're always there, that you just continually remind us that, God, continue to just pour out your spirit, God, and just be present with us, Lord, as you always are, Lord, and, and I just pray mm-hmm. that we could be more present with you, Father, and um, we're so thankful for you, God, we're so we love you so, so much, God, and, I, and I'm just so thankful that I was able to come on here, God, and, and, um, and, I'm, and yeah, I'm just so thankful. But 
Um, we love you. Mm. We're grateful for you. And um, I'm going to pass it over to Sade. Yes. I, yes, I love everything that you prayed, Larson. Father God, I'm so thankful for this time with Larson to be on my radio show again. And just I've been greatly encouraged by her and just what she shares, the depths in her heart and in her faith. It's so beautiful and so and just it blesses me so much, Jesus. And two specific things I want to pray for our listeners about is I want to pray for anyone who has been struggling with suicidal thoughts, anyone who's been struggling mm-hmm. in their mind and just wanted to give up in their lives, well, you've been looking for a sign to know if you are supposed to be here and are you loved. This is the mm-hmm. sign right now that God has given to you through Jesus Christ who, who was born and lived and died and mm-hmm. rose from the grave and ascended into the heavens. And now the Holy Spirit can live within our hearts until we are reunited with Jesus again in person. God has a plan for you and a destiny for your life. And I just pray for your mind right now in Jesus' name for healing and transformation Mm -hmm. over your mind. All the lies that have been spoken over you, all the depression and anxiety and pain you felt over your life, I just thank Jesus Mm -hmm. for taking that into his very own heart and instead filling your heart with confidence and compassion and love and grace for yourself and seeing yourself through God's eyes. You are not a failure. You are not a mistake. You are supposed to be here. You are a gift Mm. from God's heart, from the overflow of love in God's heart, and God is not disappointed in you. God has great Mm. things in store for you and your life. It doesn't matter how much pain you've been in. Jesus is able to lift you up, and Jesus is with you in the darkness, and God is able to lift you up and light up your path in life and protect you all the days of your life. God can make your days even better and brighter no matter what you've been through. And so we just thank you Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name for anyone that has been feeling suicidal, that has been struggling and not wanting to live anymore. Thank you for giving them a new lease on life in Jesus' name. And secondly, Father God, we want to pray for anyone who grew up in religion and they grew up in church as a child that they did not know about relationship with Jesus. And so they just lived full of pressure and condemnation and expectations and perfectionism, but they never got to know your beautiful heart. Jesus, we thank you right now that you're drawing them back to you with love and grace and kindness, that their hearts Mm. can be touched by what Larson and I shared today, and that they will no longer live saying, well, I can't be a follower of Jesus because I cursed or because I did this or because this happened, but Mm -hmm. that they will just get Mm -hmm. to know your beautiful heart and that you will bring healing and transformation to them through your power of your Holy Spirit and not through them trying to just live up to rules and regulations. You are a God, of, yes. not a God of principle. You are a God of relationship. You always desire relationship. And so I just thank you even Amen. right now that you're healing all of those, all of your sons and daughters who grew up in church but who didn't know your beautiful heart and so they may have fallen away and didn't want to trust you again. Thank you for healing their hearts. And, Father God, just thank you for this time together. I'm excited for what's in store and for everyone who's tuning in, and we just want to thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. <laughs> you are incredible. I am so thankful to have had you on this special episode. I want y'all to make sure you go and follow Larson on her Instagram. She's also on Facebook. She's on Twitter, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just look up Larson Thompson. You can't miss her. And she is just super encouraging and so fun and full of grace mm-hmm. and life and just a phenomenal woman. And you know what? I want to end this special episode with my spoken word poem, You Are Supposed to Be Here. I believe this message is for someone. I want you to 
listen to this and receive it deep into your heart. And Larson, mm-hmm. I want to wish you continued blessings and um, adventure and manifestation on all the things you're working on, on everything that's coming up. Thank Congrats you. on being out of quarantine and, and knowing that you just have <laughs> more greatness that is happening in you and through you. I want to thank you so much to everyone for tuning in to this brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Yay. Show on Grind Hard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. We'll be back soon for a brand new episode. You are supposed to be here. You are not a mistake. You are not a screw-up. You are not what has happened to you or where you have been. This is only a chapter of your tremendous story. You are so much more. You are supposed to be here. You are not the hurtful words people have said or the negative voices inside your head. You are loved. You are a gift. Someone is praying for you and longing for you. Someone is so glad that you are alive. You are divine. There is not a pain or struggle that you can't recover from, that someone else can't feel. You are not alone. You are cared for. There are so many people who believe in you and want to see you win. You are not a disappointment. There are so many people cheering you on. Never believe the lie that everyone is against you and no one cares. You are supposed to be here. Your story is still beautiful. Your life is still worth living. You have so much to live for. This too shall pass. And when you look back on this moment, you will be so glad that you didn't quit. And you will take someone else's hand the way I am taking your hand and let them know that they will be okay too. We will smile and rise again. I'm shy champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm shy champagne. Where we drink and lift each other up. I'm shy champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. Shiny champagne. We're anchored in hope.